Okay, look, we're all ready. We got Hello World, first and foremost. Thanks for tuning in. We have the beautiful Larisse, and we have calamari, we have burrata, we have (laughs) wine, we have water, and we have a whole lot of tea. Um, so we're both recording for our podcast. We individually have podcasts, um, Deanna, etc., and Riesley and Riesing, Riesy. Nice. Riesy and Riesling. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's it. <laughs> um, so we're here live at Zupa's in their beautiful wine room downstairs. So if you need to book a private party, this venue is always a dope spot um, and a frequent flyer. I'm a frequent flyer here. I'm always here. Um, this is your second time here because you were here, here for my launch party. Yes. And yeah, guys, so let's get into it. The topic for today, growing up as a pastor's kid. For those <laughs> who don't know, most of you probably know, um, I am the eldest of four and both of my parents, not one, but both of my parents are pastors, and yes. I mean that with the utmost respect. <laughs> utmost respect. But it wasn't always easy. And How you, pastor's being... kid too. Oh, well, I'm already going to ask questions. I am the middle child. I have an older brother. And you guys are different. Those middle kids brother. are different. <laughs> I am. So I'm interested to hear it from your perspective, because you're the oldest, and I feel like there's a lot... Pressure? Pressure, like... The rules are probably a little stricter. Yeah, a lot of stricter. Not saying like my parents like are strict, but like. Hey, Pastor Wise. <laughs> <laughs> he actually probably is watching my brother, but I feel like it's different from a. I think it's different for each kid. Yeah. I think okay, it's different for each, for each kid. kid. Yes. Um, so growing up as a pastor's kid, I actually would not change anything. Should we define what that means? What does it mean to be a pastor's kid? I'm sure everyone Ooh. watching knows that. Okay. But like, what is actually a pastor's kid? A pastor's kid means we're the first members of the church. <laughs> we do the overhead. We're the sound system, the worship team, the dance crew, the mm-hmm. acting, youth ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're probably in church five days a week. Probably. That makes sense, right? That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. So there's there's worship Mine's rehearsal. Mine's a little different because your dad is a senior pastor. Yes. My dad is an associate pastor, so there's a senior pastor over him. So, I mean, I did all the same And things, your senior pastor and, well, they all went they all to the same church. They all came out of the same ministry. Um, so, yeah, it's we're very connected. I've actually known her since she was born. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, long time. And this is why it was so fitting for us to do yeah. this segment together because we know the struggles we know each other's struggles um without even knowing each other's struggles because it's not like we talk all the time but i'm pretty sure we have a lot of things in common so like i was saying we're you're in church a lot and i would not change anything because growing up in the church that's what you know that's how i built my faith and that's how i have my foundation and i wouldn't change that um but it doesn't mean it's easy What would you say is like the best part of being like, what's the biggest perk of being (laughs) a pastor's kid? Um, I don't want to, I don't know if it's just being a pastor's kid or just our faith in general as Christians, we're Christians, our, 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 our pastors and our churches are Mm non-denominational Christian churches. Um, Mm -hmm. so we're not Baptist, we're not Pentecostal. We don't really brand ourselves. We're just Jesus believing folks. Um, but yeah, the best part to me was actually being able to see the favor of God on all of our Mm -hmm. lives, despite 
each part of our lives, like whether I was doing things right or doing things wrong or, you know, watching God move in my family's life firsthand. Like when you knew the behind the scenes of what was going on and you got Mm -hmm. to see God come in and really like swoop in and save the day. That kind of thing, being able to actually Mm -hmm. know that my God is God kind of thing, mm-hmm. that that's probably the best part for me. Yeah. Like, oh, this really does work. <laughs> ah, you guys haven't that's, just been talking my head off all this time. These principles true. actually do work. That's so true. So I think that was the best part for me. Still I think, is. I think the best part is, is definitely like a little bit of, I don't want to say a chip on your shoulder, but like, no one can mess with me. Like, that's how yeah. I felt. Like, I'm always like, do you know who I am? Yeah. <laughs> do you know who's you know, I am? Do you know who's I am? Yes, yes, yes. That's how everyone in the church but like, yeah, I, I, I would always feel like I'm like special or you just feel like a bit of like, there is pressure that comes with it for sure oh, yeah. in all that you do. And you feel, oh, like, yeah. I feel like you really, we can get into that. But like when you get older, you really start feeling it. Yeah. Um, but even as a kid, I feel like you just know that you're like immediately set apart. Yeah. Like because you're sitting in the front row. You're in the front row. There's no gum chewing. Like Everybody you can't get you up are. and fiddle. Yeah, they're watching you. God forbid, like, you fall asleep in church like <laughs> oh everybody else is doing. Oh, my God. No, it was unacceptable. Unacceptable. Oh, my gosh. But there was <laughs> so many things. Like, you know, you're a kid. You're seven years old. You want to run around. You want to roll. Like, right. there's other kids cutting up in the back row, and we're right. like, like right. don't want to even turn our head too far right. to see what's going on because you knew as the pastor's kid, y'all had to be dressed. Y'all had to be paying attention, sitting up front. Right. And we could not participate in the shenanigans that were happening behind us at mm-hmm. all. Mm-hmm. Or it was a pluck. It was a look. It was a shout out in front of the whole church. Deanna, what are you doing? Like, right. stop service <laughs> just to shout me out kind of thing. Right. And my dad still does that, by the way. Oh Don't let me be on my phone during service. It's like, right. are y'all paying attention to me or are you paying right. attention to your phone? I'm like, okay, oh it's, I'm, I'm grown, but all right, I got it. Right. Got it. So... You were the middle child. I was the middle child. I'll let you tap in a little bit about how that felt. Elijah Wan, hey, he's the oldest. We're the same age, um, literally a few weeks apart. Yeah. Um, so I knew, I know a little bit of his struggle because we yeah. kind of, we were in it at the same time. Right, but exactly. The middle child and the only girl. How did that and work for you? The only girl. I'm, I was the rebel. I don't know if you were. I no. I was the rebel. Mm-hmm. Like I was the one that was gonna question every single thing. No, why I was do we not have to that. go to church every Sunday? Why do we have to go to church on Wednesday night? Why this? <laughs> Thursday why nights. that? Why 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 why? Everything was a why. Everything was a pushback. Everything was. I mean, even for a while, like just not understanding why we had such a commitment. Right. Like, that would really frustrate me because, like... Are we going to die if we don't go right. one I'm day? Like, what happens if we don't go on Sunday? Like, what happens? Like, you know, why can't I sleep in? Why do I have to wake up? Like, all of that, I felt like I really challenged it a lot. And, and maybe I felt like I could because I knew that my older brother wasn't. Yeah, and that so was me. I was I not was challenging like, anything. Right. I was like, I'm just going to challenge it because I know he's wondering anyway. So let me ask for the both of us. Like, and I'm the only girl. So maybe I can get away with it. Right. Like, I just always wanted to challenge everything. And I feel like I really went through, which I'm sure, which I could ask these questions too, is like, mm-hmm. I really, it wasn't until I went through my seasons, when I started going through like seasons. Real life. Of, yeah. Like when <laughs> life started really being life and I wasn't like. 12 anymore Mm -hmm. like when life really started being life that's when I realized why they're so committed and why church is so important and why like 
God is so important. Why they wanted us to have a relationship of our own. Of our own. Instead of, you know, trying to pull in their coattail every time we need prayer. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Or why would you just show up to service? Like, why, even when you're not feeling it, why do you show up to service even when you're not feeling it? Yeah, I don't don't miss a Sunday, actually, Mm -hmm. unless I'm super super sick Mm -hmm. or i'm out of the country like or i'm traveling Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. other than that i make it a point to be in church and people are like why you don't have to be in church no you don't have to be in church to believe Mm -hmm. in jesus to believe in god but we do believe there's a level of accountability and a form of sacrifice showing up so that that's why i don't miss a sunday that is part of my sacrifice and showing god how much i love him and you can choose to protect me and wake me up every morning the least i can do it show up in Sunday service. You know what I'm saying? The biggest thing is like literally the just the fact, like believing that the fact that you even woke up this morning is because yeah. of him. And like, how could you not? Right. Like, how could you not? Who like, am I to not show up? Yeah. Who am I to not show up? But it, it truly, it's, Big vibes. it's a journey. Like it's it's truly a journey, and I feel like every day is different. And I also with like trying to like be like still live in the world. You know, instead like you live in the world, but you're not of the right. World. Right. We're and definitely that, very much That's living. challenging. It is. That's challenging. Like, that's even, set even apart. things that we know that, yeah. you know, like, we, we both have, have a little, like, oh, things yeah. like that, you know, it's like, we, we drink wine, like, I got, like that. Like, I got beat really, up for that. Did you? Oh, girl. I mean, girl. Yeah, my, my arm was, a, was, a, was an experience. My first tattoo was, like, this big. My second tattoo is, like, this one. I don't know if you guys can see. It's even smaller. My mother... <laughs> almost broke my face. Legit the nicest whiplash. She's the sweetest woman. Happy birthday, mom. Oh my God. <laughs> Happy birthday. Um, yeah, she almost took my head off. Oh my God. I can't and, imagine her doing mm-hmm, that. Like, mm-hmm. I, th- I thought about packing my stuff and leaving after that assault. Um, but yeah, I don't want to say I was a rebel outright. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll leave that to you middle children. Noelle, <laughs> what's up? She I was, was definitely, yes, oh she was definitely the that. rebel. Um, me, I didn't ask no questions. We got to be at church at, at nine. We got to be at church at nine. Mm-hmm. We got to get up. I got to get up. We got to be in youth ministry. I got to be a part of the play. Cool. Whatever. Um, but I did rebel behind closed doors, like when nobody yeah. was looking. So I was like, ah, okay. I want these piercings. I'm going to get them. Mm-hmm. I want this tattoo. I'm going to get them. Mm-hmm. If I want to have a drink, I'm going to have a drink. I was mm-hmm. that person. Mm-hmm. So, but disrespecting my parents to their face. Never, ever. I'm not questioning. Ten hut. Where do you need me? Like, that was me growing up. Um, Mm -hmm. And I feel like, I feel like, yeah, I left that to the other kids. Mm -hmm. I I did get in trouble, but most of the trouble was not of my own doing. It was usually Noelle. (laughs) Yeah, it was usually always Noelle's fault. Not gonna lie to you. Um, And... Most of the church knew it. That was another oh. thing with the church. They watched us. That's, that's the thing with the church. The church, the community, they always had eyes on us because yeah. of who our parents were. So yeah. it was like, I really can't be outside trying to smoke. Or I can't be right. outside trying to drink. Or right. I, I can't be out here just doing anything right. because they're going to run and tell Rev. And right. they did run and tell Rev <laughs> several, several times. Um, you know, right. it was called Rev. Right. But, because they're always watching. Right. And... That kind of gives you a slight anxiety. Right. And puts that's the pressure that we were talking about. 100%. And it's like, I can't be caught out here slipping. No, I can't really go outside. Right. Or, or should I say, I can't leave the house in this. <laughs> I might pack it and put it on somewhere. I can't leave because people are going to be looking. It was right. all about what, you know, what is Rev going to say? What is Rev going to think? Or I'm going to get in trouble because, mm-hmm. and that was literally 
my whole life. Mm-hmm. Like people probably to this day will still, oh, I saw Deanna at such and such, like just run and tell that. And mm-hmm. that was part of the pressure. Of, woman, right? Yeah. Right. And even dating with somebody Ooh, for four years, which I got met. Right. There was never a thought in my mind like, oh, I'm going to move in before I get married. Right. And no judgment to those who have. It, right. it just, my parents, that was a it. no-go. I that was a no-go. And it. it never crossed my mind. Like, no, I'm not, right. I can't move in with you until I'm legit married. And right. that's just something that was instilled in my head mm-hmm. growing up. And yeah, I kind of chose what rules I wanted to break. I'm right, not going right, to lie. Right. But certain things I just didn't want to compromise on. Mm-hmm. And that was one of them. Mm-hmm. Um I definitely so, yeah. thought about it. I, I really mm-hmm. thought about it with an ex-boyfriend. Even though I was raised the same way. Like, mm-hmm. don't do that. Like, absolutely not. It was yells and screams in my household. Like, absolutely not. Why would you do that? That would be the silliest thing ever. Like, why would you do that? But I, being the rebel that I am, mm-hmm. I literally was like, why not? Why not? Why not? How am I going to know? How am I going to know? How are we going to know if we can get along together? All of that. But then luckily, like, things just fell apart before then. So. Fizzled out. God has a way of removing some God folk has a way. He was like, you from your life. Rebel, I'm going to yeah. take them from I'm you. I'm going to snatch them. Since he, he letting you act this way, he's not right. the one for you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, well, that's that. What would you say to someone, like, who's considering, maybe, like, okay, I'll bring up the topic of, I feel like a big reason why a lot of people have either left the church or don't go to the church is gossiping. Oh, oh! What would you say to someone who told you, like, I don't go to church because they gossip too much? What would be, what would you say to them? Well, your reason for going or not going to church shouldn't be for another person. Mm. That's one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't get up and go to church. Like, as a child, of course, you got up because your parents told you and you just knew this is what you had to do. Mm-hmm. But as I got older and I experienced God for myself and, you know, I started learning certain things on my own, it was never about another person. Mm. It wasn't really even about me because who, the, the Saturday before, the night before, who knows what I was doing or what trouble I was getting into. Mm-hmm. I didn't get up because of me or what anybody else was saying. I got mm-hmm. up because at the end of the day, like I said earlier, he's still worthy. He's still God regardless. You saw fit to wake me up. The least I can do is give you the praise that you, you mm-hmm. deserve. You know what I'm saying? Regardless of how I'm living, how I'm acting, I do understand first and foremost that God is God. And mm-hmm. we were created for praise. So right. I'm going to get up. I'm a, right. I might crawl on in, but I'm going to make it there because right. I owe you that much. Right. I, I'm not going to church for another person. I don't care right. what you did. I don't care what I did. I can't measure how much you love him. Right. We right. can't even measure how much he loves us. It's right. that much. So right. I owe you enough to get up right. and bring my raggedy tail right. on in the service. And, and it's no do. judgment. And right. churches screw up a lot of times yeah. that way by being so just judgmental. Mm-hmm. So my church that you always hear, come as you are, come as you are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come as you are. Get, get a feel for things. Learn a few things. Don't stay as you are. And that just goes for life across the board. Like, you need to evolve daily. You need to do better daily. So it's no judgment zone here. People are going to talk. Who cares? Who cares? What matters is your relationship with God, how you feel about God, and how he views you. Right. I feel like, I think it's also like, and for me, because I feel like I was one of those people for a little while, was just like, I felt jaded at times. And I... For me, it's been like Corey, you better eat I need to. I was, <laughs> I was like, I I feel like I have to forgive the same way I want to be forgiven. And I I heard this quote the other day. Like I think I was doing like a meditation or something, and they said like, you view others by what like their actions, mm-hmm. and you expect others to view you by your intentions. And I was right. like, 
wow, that like spoke numbers to me because I was like, that is exactly what I do. Like I see other people do something. I'm like, why would you do that? Why would you say that about my outfit in church? Why would you do that? Why would you do this? Why would you do that? Blah, blah, blah. And all of that. But then when I make a mistake and I say the wrong thing, I'm like, well, they know I'm not like that. I wouldn't mean that. Right. And you're you're expecting like, them to see your heart. And that's right, God's I'm job. I'm expecting them to see my heart, right? And it's like, but no, they probably went home and were like, she shouldn't have did that. She right. shouldn't have said this. She shouldn't have did that. So it's like, for me, it's at least what I'm learning now and in my journey with the Lord and with the church is like forgiving others the same way I want to be forgiven. Like, I, right. and give the grace that I want to give. And like, yes, if it's something like, you know, someone spoke out of turn, like having a conversation with them and just being like, you know, understanding that they're still people and, and yes, it's a sin to gossip, but like so many people do it. And just at the end of the day, that is your family. And the right. same way, like your family at home, like that was crazy. You shouldn't have did that, but I still love you. It's the same way. Like the Girl, same family way at home. Church. It wouldn't even be tough. We didn't put hands and feet on each other. Whole rumbles and oh, brawls. Right. It was like the nicest family in the world. <laughs> Literally the nicest family in the world. Any Norman kids imagine. on, tap in. Like. We have gone for blows, but like I said, it's it's really forgiveness. Like yeah. we we love each other at the end of the day. We're family. Yeah. Um, we'll fight each other and ask if you're hungry later. <laughs> like that's and that's legit. Like, are you hungry? Like we're be. out. Like, but and I wish more people were like that in the church. Yeah. yeah. And like I want to be that be. person. Like mm-hmm. I'm never going to push God on you mm-hmm. or like Bible mm-hmm. beat you because mm-hmm. like yeah we we all fall so we all make mistakes like it has sure, never yeah. right and it has never been that type of party where it's like oh no nah, you're doing too much like I right. can't if it's really to the point where it's getting a little like excessive right. and I'm, my spirit is bothered mm-hmm. by the stuff you're doing I may have to step away but it's still gonna be with love like and that and that doesn't mean I'm gonna step out and be talking about you either mm-hmm. like oh you know sister such and such but yeah nah that's not cool like. Everybody has flaws. Everybody has their issues. But I don't have the keys to heaven nor hell. So I don't Amen. got a place to take you. So I it's not my... Yeah, I don't got a place to take you. So I let that... I let God himself deal with that. Mm-hmm. We all got to meet our maker. And he's going to give us a few notes to take on ourselves. Right. So the same way he's going to judge me, he's going to judge you. So Amen. I just leave that alone. And that, right. that's a, a little tidbit for all you folks who are... You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to church for such and such a reason. Like I said, it's no judgment, not forcing you to go to church. But mm-hmm. again, church is not about you going for somebody else. It's yeah. literally your relationship with, with Christ and God or whomever you believe in or serve. Like, it's really just so, it boils down to your relationship. Yeah. And growing up in the church, my parents will always say, you can't get to heaven on our coattail. Mm. Like, I can't bring you in as much as I would want to. I can't bring you in. So all those weekends where we wanted to rip and run, we had to wake up, we had to do chores, we had to read a couple uh, chapters and then write what we learned. You know, we had to watch a few videos. Oh my God. Girl, (laughs) I'd be reading through Hebrews as fast as I can. And like, I learned that we shouldn't like, just because I wanted to go outside. Mm -hmm. But how the Bible says like, raise a child up in the way that they should walk and they won't depart. There's certain things that just never left me. Yeah. And kudos to my parents, yallabomb.com. And I love you more than ever to this day because of all the dope things that you instilled in me. And I feel like that's part of who I am. Yeah. That's part of who I am. So people are like, oh, D, your energy, you're so dope. You're you're this, you're that. Um, It's really kudos to my parents. Yeah. Um, I mean, you do have the dopest parents. You really do. I agree. Like, I really, Revan Tam. people in the world. Revan Tam. But yeah, your parents are the best too. I actually <laughs> texted your father earlier. That's my dog. That's my dog. So sweet. Um, but um, I really understand that. 
Yeah, no, we just had to. We just had to learn for ourselves. And I feel like everybody, you don't have to grow up in the church to have to fend for yourself and your faith. That's like an everyday, not, well, it is a struggle sometimes. It's an everyday struggle. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. What do you feel like got harder as you grew up? Like, what was like, you didn't even realize it, but what about faith got harder as you grew up? It was kind of like leaving my safety nest, if that Mm, makes sense. Okay. So. Like literally leaving your parents' Yeah, because it's like. Now I got to pray for my own bills. Yep. Amen. I have like, now I have to ask God like, yo, um, it's looking a little tight this month. Mm-hmm. I have to literally make that sacrifice to tithe, choose mm-hmm. to put 10% of my check away. Mm-hmm. And, you know, these are decisions I had to make on my own. Where do mm-hmm. I work? Where do I do this? Do I go back to school? Do I, do I open this business? Do, that is literally like, it's all on me. Mm-hmm. And if I make the wrong decision because I didn't consult God, that falls on me. It's yeah. nobody else's problem but mine. So leaving problem. that nest was kind of like, you know, where your parents are always hearing from God. They're getting mm-hmm. the word here. Oh, mm-hmm. God told me to do this. God. And I'm like, God, are you telling me to do this? Like, I'm not <laughs> really sure. Oh, so when it's I had me. to depart from all of the hearing and knowing that my parents had, it was kind of like, yo, I'm really out here. Yeah. Like, I'm out here, out here by yeah. myself. And it's um, scary. Yeah. That, and, and life is really scary. It is. I feel like for me, that's... People are actually scary. Because like you said, we don't see the intent. Right. So I don't really know when you're really being you or not. And I just got to go by faith. Wow. (laughs) No, because I really think that's it. Like, I... For me, what got harder was, like, the reality of how scary life is. Right? Like, even with what happened the other day in the city, in Brooklyn. Right? Like, that people are just on the subway and there's a shooting. Like, you just got up in the morning, going to work, and someone's shooting. You know what I mean? It's just like... I, I I think that reality is what really gets and c- continues to get harder for me. It's just like, and those why why is this happening? God moments like you know like just There's in your own personal life, like from heartbreak to loss, mm-hmm. like all of that is just why is this happening? I feel like that's really what continues to get harder for me. But I think I'm realizing now like how important it is to have that church home and to have that like family of people to run to when you're literally like, you. why is this happening? Like, yeah. why is this happening? You need someone to like run to and just hug you sometimes. It's you know? nothing like, like having a whole group of people praying for you. Yeah. Covering you. Yeah. And you know, making sure you're good. Like, you know how you hear a lot of black families like, oh, my grandmother's prayers. Like I'm, li- <laughs> I'm a fact, it's like that kind of thing. Like when you mm-hmm. have somebody and that was a dope thing about living with my parents, mm-hmm. somebody was always Praying. Right. You know what I'm saying? Always. And I always felt protected. Oh, thank you. Oh, thank you. you can pass that. <laughs> Look, mozzarella. <laughs> thank you, Eddie. Um, but I, I knew I was covered. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was covered. Yeah. And I kind of felt protected because it was yeah. like, because you love my parents so much and yeah. they honor you so much. Yeah. You're not going to let anything happen to us. Mm-hmm. Like, I just felt protected. And I mm. still kind of, I still kind of moved that way because it's like, God, I know Rev is one of your... One of the right. top soldiers, right. he's a lieutenant up there. You know what I'm saying? So right. I kind of feel that. But at the end of the day, I also know it's about how I speak with God. Yeah. How I rely on God. Like, you right. know, and not just praying, but listening and right. waiting for him to be like, yo, D, like, and I wish I would have done that a lot more mm-hmm. as a youngin. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm, Same. you know, 30 plus. Right. Um, another struggle for me mm-hmm. is now bringing my kids up in the faith mm. and not exactly wanting to Bible beat. Okay. But then maybe I'm not doing enough. Wow. So now I'm like, do I, 
do I make them read chapters on Saturday and write what they want? Like, should I go back to that? And I'm this close, y'all. I'm like 80-20. I'm, I might make them do it because yeah. we were reading around, like, The Rapture last week. Wow. And when Jesus comes back, right. and it will your kids know enough right. to not be swindled? Mm. Will, will they so be able scary. to stand on their That's own so legs right. when you're not there? And I was right. like, oh, my God. I'm failing. I'm failing. Right. Like, do my kids know enough? Yeah. To turn yeah. to God and mm-hmm. turn to Jesus and pray when I'm mm-hmm. not around to bail them out. Mm-hmm. So that's been a struggle for me. Like, do I want to? And I'm not saying my parents were extreme or our parents were extreme. Mm-hmm. Of course, now we're not in service five times a week. We're right. just not. Like, right. I have worship rehearsal, which is like, quote unquote, choir rehearsal. Mm-hmm. And then I have church on Sundays. Mm-hmm. Um, due to COVID, a lot of things have died down. A lot of things are virtual. So you're not in service as much. But it's like, right. what can I do as a parent? Not doing too much, but definitely not doing, like, the least the, amount. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I want them to know, like, my mom always told me I could pray. Mm-hmm. And for that to be instilled in them, that when I'm not there, if, they, if they're if they sick or um, they're scared or whatever, that my kids know how to pray. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of worries me a little bit. Like maybe I am not doing enough. Maybe I'm not being the best example. Yeah. And I need to kind of step up my game. Yeah. I don't have children yet, but I feel like I'm. Sh- I think the fact that you're even you're an auntie about though. It, I am an auntie. Mm-hmm. I feel like even the fact that you're just thinking about that just goes to show that you're probably doing more than enough. And I feel like you know what? It's like it wasn't even. I'm sure it was reading those scriptures and writing about it that mm-hmm. was transformative for you, but. I think it is just the overall lifestyle, lifestyle. like knowing to go to church. Right. You, you know, something bad happens in the house. Immediately you pray like things like that. You just, you notice, see the house like, stop or you see the house. You stop. see the house stop mm-hmm. and, and the parents are praying mm-hmm. and yep. the door gets closed. Like somebody's on their knees. Like you saw a real prayer yeah. in real time. But I feel like, like your kids seeing that is like, it's going to be instilled in them. Like they know if something happens to them, if they get sick and you pray over them, they know like, yeah. I even remember as a kid, like my mom used to like, literally when I was sleeping, she would come and like put anoint oil, you. anoint me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, mom, what did you do? Oh, like, yeah. That's our parents to a but T. you know what? I don't even know how much that probably saved me from when I was in college acting up, you know, even yeah. now when I be doing things I shouldn't be doing. I mean, like, I think they set us apart very early like that's what a baby dedication is for or in other faiths like christenings things like that but our baby dedication is basically giving the child back to god God, so it's basically saying god i know i brought this kid here but this child is from you Mm -hmm. i want them to you know i want you to have your way your will be done not mine yeah that kind of thing and yeah there were plenty of nights where rev had us like thank god i didn't have like crazy acne or anything because he was coming through with the oil at night praying over us singing and i'm a light sleeper so it's not like i was sleep anymore now i'm like right you're like look um you remember um jesus you're the center of my joy we don't sing that anymore Uh, we don't sing it anymore either but as a kid there's so many good songs that like we just don't sing at my church i'm like i'm up you know i guess we like I'll see, my mom didn't, she used to be just shun the way I'm going to be like, all in tongues. Like, all right, mom. I'm no longer asleep. I'm awake. Right, but yeah, at this point, I'm like harmonizing with Brad. Right. Oh, that's good and perfect. Because right. I'm up. Right. But those kind of nights, like, I'll never forget. Like, if you're sick and them stopping what they're doing just yeah. to pray. Yeah. And the fact that you actually felt better after that mm-hmm. prayer. It was like, mm-hmm. 
can I do that? Mm-hmm. Like, does that still work, Lord, with my back? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that kind of thing. But mm-hmm. again, like, I want my kids to know the power of God for themselves. Yeah. But I also don't want to be overbearing where you kind of yeah. make them run away. Mm-hmm. But then I guess that's when you got to have faith in what you instilled in them. Because like I said, the Bible says you teach them yeah. and they won't depart. So even, even if they start to run a little bit, some way, somehow, yeah. you're so going to come back. So I guess that's what I have to really just stand on and base mm-hmm. my faith in. Um, yeah. Yeah. Back to our rebellious stages. Yes. Um, the no drinking, the no tattoos, the no piercing, <laughs> the no dating, like no at dating, a certain yeah. age, no kissing, no sex mm-hmm. before marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, I unfortunately broke half of those rules. Probably mm-hmm. more than half, mm-hmm. actually. I may have broke all of them. <laughs> now that I may have broke all of them, and it's like, we serve such a dope God. Such With a dope the God. The in the world. Right. Like, new mercies every morning, even though I didn't deserve it. New mercies every morning. I didn't deserve it. Like, and like we said, we grew up in the church. So we knew morally, quote unquote, it was wrong. Oh, you knew. Oh, we, we knew it was wrong. <laughs> we were taught that much. And we still kind of wanted to go out and do our own thing. And it's mm-hmm. like, still God is protecting mm-hmm. us. Still God is blessing us. Still we got that job. Still we made it into that school. Mm-hmm. Like, and there were so many reasons to still continue to praise it. Like, it was like, yo, God, I know, I know I shouldn't. Like, I know I shouldn't, but mm-hmm. you still did. And it's like, wow. Every time. God, you are dope. Like, you're such a dope God because I don't know no other God or no other religion where it's no. like, no judgment, but judgment. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like, he's not gonna just keep letting you act crazy. Right. But he's not gonna condemn you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, He's going to still welcome you back into the fold 100%. Right. And that alone, like, nah, my God is top notch. Right. Period. So I'm just saying. Literally. No pressure, but. Unreal. Tap in. Truly. Tap Truly. in. Truly. But I want to conclude yeah, our live. Cut us off. Yeah, like we're going <laughs> to cut off. We want to grub a little bit. Right. Um, this is going to be live on my podcast. Give or take 20 minutes or so. So if you want to share it with a friend, it'll be there. Deanna, et cetera. It's on Spotify. It'll be there in about 20 minutes or so. But. You upload right away. Yeah, because I I was supposed to be later yesterday. (laughs) Yeah. Hers will be later. And we have a second segment that's coming up. It won't be on IG Live. You'll only be able to get it exclusively on Reese's podcast. So, yes, Reese and Riesling. You're on I like iTunes. I switched it at one point. Yeah, I'm on iTunes. I want everywhere you can find a podcast. Okay, I think I'm perfect. Now. Yeah. So, yes, we are going to drop all the information on IG. You'll be able to uh, tap in and listen to both of us. But yes. thank you for tuning in, guys. We will definitely have a, a second segment, probably yes. with a few more pastors' kids. We might even make this like a panel. Still deciding. We but thanks for tapping in with us. Have a good weekend. (laughs) Don't do anything we wouldn't do. All right. Oh, and bye world. (laughs) See you next Thursday at 7.